You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. When people meet you, they, they realize you're this quirky... You're gonna say old. You're gonna say old. <laughs> I was not. I know old. I was. I was old. not gonna. I was quirky gonna... old. <laughs> you know you're saying old. There's no question. I was not gonna say old. This okay. quirky cougar. Oh yeah, you were gonna say this quirky cougar. This quirky Bull- cougar. Bullshit! You're gonna so say that, this quirky cougar. Yes. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. We're tatting about sex twice a week. We're tatting about We're it? We're tattooing ourselves. We're ta- if you had a tattoo, what would it be? We didn't even make it past the intro before a complete right, tangential ba- question. Uh, okay, yeah, I just thought about that. We were walking down the street the other day, and we said, why don't we all get tattoos? And I was thinking, what tattoo would I get? Would who, it be? who is we? I was thinking sex talk with my mom. You would get sex talk with my mom tattooed to you? No. I just thought that I, I, I would, that would be one of my options. Would you? What if you do too? I was thinking about something like break the loop. Oh my god! Okay. So th- oh, you're going, we're going to talk right, about this right, shit. Let's talk we're going to talk about, about okay. feedback loops at feedback some point. Loops, okay. I've been thinking a lot about feedback. Loops. I don't advise ever getting a tattoo with your most current obsession, which is obviously feedback loops. <laughs> <laughs> Just like like think about it long term. Okay, it's kind of like a big deal. Maybe it's maybe the the rest of this intro, so we can just get through. Let's with keep it. going with okay, it. Okay, so we're chatting about sex twice a week, once on Mondays with you guys yes. on castbox.fm. Well, we talk to each other too about uh, our life, lives, life in general. They usually relate to relationships or sex. Yeah. On Thursdays, we talk with a special guest. Last week, we talked to NFL's Chris Carter. Yes. Unbelievable. And- he was so much fun. He's amazing. We've gotten great feedback from you guys about it. So please check out Chris Carter's episode on any way you listen to podcasts. That's absolutely right. I thought we were going to do an iTunes review. Nick George wrote us one. Okay. Do you this know, podcast do you know may Nick? Be, no. This podcast may be my new best friend. Oh, five that stars. is an amazing thing to say. Okay, this is what this, this I this want is what to be Nick people's said. best friend. This is what Nick said. This podcast is genuinely life-affirming. It's funny, informative, and fully dedicated to a cause I support, breaking down social taboos and normalizing sex and relationships, with some pro-drug attitudes thrown in for good measure. That would be me. (laughs) The chemistry between Cam and Karen, son and mother, obviously, is alternately sweet, hilarious, and frequently totally relatable. I don't have that kind of relationship with my mother, but her generation is more shackled by the taboos that the hosts are breaking down. So consider this a vicarious relationship for me. Anyway, you should subscribe. You should binge. And by the way, Karen is totes hot. Who's Smiley that? face. Who's Nick. Nick. <laughs> My new best friend is right. I love that, Nick. Thank you very much for the totes that hot. That is hilarious. You know what? That that is literally our mission. Our mission to, statement is to be told is, that we're very hot. Is to be told we're hot and relatable. I mean, what more would you want? But she, he's right about my generation being like very stiff, buttoned up, buttoned up. Talking, they don't like talking about this. The sex. Don't you bring up that sex stuff. Yeah. 
Well, we're talking about it. We're and talking Nick, I'm about glad it. that you that you're living vicariously and through Nick, me. Nick sounds life. like a very bright individual. Besides the fact that he has good taste. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for that review. If you haven't yet, it really helps us out when you leave us reviews on iTunes. So please go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. A big shout out to our new Patreon member, Alan. Thank you, Alan. We really appreciate all the patrons, especially the the newest ones, because it takes a lot to just go sign up and and support us. Patreon so, is a place where you can support us financially. It helps us run this whole show and operation. It's patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And we'll also give you an exclusive bonus feed there where the, you can get extra little extra tidbits every Friday. It's always the juicy stuff, I would say. Join us on Patreon. All right. So now let's let's discuss. Let's let's we get had, in. We had a little mom son date on Friday night. Yes, we did. We had a fun time. I had to go back and think because I had another mom son date yesterday with with. You do a lot Jeremy. of mom son dates. Yeah, I like mom son dates. They're awesome. So we went to a KCRW event, which was like a it's a it's a radio station in Los Angeles, very popular. Yes, they syndicate with NPR, and uh, we were, we were seeing some some podcasters speak like big podcasters yeah there were three of them broken record was represented S- uh, so- song, song exploder yeah. song and, exploder yes and then disco stan yes and and um i could relate to song exploder is one of my favorite podcasts out there by the way where they break down a song well on the way to uh, the event we decided to play one of their episodes and I had such goosebumps, goosebumps. I had goosebumps listening to it because it was like I we you oh did I choose it? I chose yeah, it. You chose it. Okay, <laughs> I chose it. Now I forgot who I chose. Fleetwood Mac. No, it wasn't Fleetwood Mac. Yes, it was. It was, it was specifically, specifically it's... Lindsay Buckingham. I mean, it's such a great podcast because it brings up things you never think about. And at the end, the goosebumps part is when he plays like the whole song in its entirety and you get a completely different thought view after 40 years of hearing Fleetwood Mac songs of that one song. Well, anyway. Loved it. And he... I really don't want to keep going on about I know, this. but the reason you brought you've, it up... You've spoken about way too long. Why, why did you bring it up? Because... Because we met the... the we didn't meet. I did a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> yes, you did. So after this guy spoke, this guy's a famous podcaster. You go right up to him. Yes. And you start asking him, A, why he didn't choose to talk about the Lindsey Buckingham well, she, episode. Well, she gave him an ample opportunity to speak about one song he that was particular. hundreds of episodes. So he picks... Janelle Monet. He picks Janelle Monet, who I don't even know if he knew her last name initially. No, he definitely knew okay, Janelle Monet. Okay, he picked Janelle Monet, but then he didn't remember the song nor the album that he picked. Why would you do something like that if she said, out of all the beautiful songs that you've you know deconstructed, which one would you like People to talk like about? People like Janelle Monet. But he could have picked Lindsay Buckingham. All right. And so I told first him she, so. she, she introduces herself by criticizing his song choice. And then... I don't think of it as a criticism. I went ahead and told him why I thought that was such an incredible podcast. And he should have mentioned that one I instead like of just Janelle you, Monet. When people meet you, they, they realize you're this quirky... You're gonna say old. <laughs> you're gonna say old. I was not. I know old. I was, I was old. not gonna... I was quirky gonna, old. <laughs> You know you were saying old. There's no question. I was not going to say old. This okay. quirky cougar. Oh, yeah. You were going to say this quirky cougar. This quirky Bull, cougar. Bullshit. You were going to so say that, this quirky cougar. Yeah, so you, Way to try to save your ass. Okay. <laughs> quirky old fucking <laughs> granny to be. Okay. Is that where you're going with this? You said that. I didn't okay. say that. Your brother said something yesterday during the Bears game about, oh, so-and-so is so old. I go, what the fuck? That person's younger than me. Okay. Well, you're very young at heart. Right. I'll say that. Okay. So anyway, 
you can get away with this shit. And you, of course, invite him out to our podcast. And then he goes, what's your podcast? And you go sex talk with him out. Yeah. And he just laughed in your face. Well, he didn't laugh in my face. He said, I'll check it out. You only hear the negative. He said, what's, I will check it what out. What is the likelihood this guy joins us on the podcast? He d- he doesn't even have him he's s- so his sh- own voice on yeah. his own podcast right. because he, he's so shy. He's so shy. I know. That's kind of why I, I, I like to... You never know, right? You he never know who's going to be. He was a lot friendlier to us than I he thought he would sweet, be. He was a sweet, sweet man. He anyway. Was, well, do you know I, his name? Harish? Rishikesh. Rishi. Rishikesh Hiraway. Yeah. So here's... You know what, mother? Yes. I want to inform... Just... If you think that it would be fun to go see something live with my mother, <laughs> I want to give you just a full picture of what that's like. <laughs> you're enjoying something. You're enjoying this this talk that's that's being said. And then every five minutes or so, you get a jab, an elbow or a tap with the fucking hand against the leg. And it's, it's from my mother who's saying, you're just a, a commentator on anything going on. We could be watching a TV show, a movie, especially during podcast conventions, just constantly t- tapping me as if I didn't know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> you're tapping me to say, I've told you this. Isn't this exactly what I was saying? This is. Does this apply to us or what? That's exactly what you're saying. It's just constant. I know. At some points, you just start shouting it out. <laughs> You are right. I know I'm right. I can't. Are you saying it's annoying? It's like I'm, I was watching a panel of four people talk, and I have a fifth <laughs> member of the of the panel sitting directly next uh, to me, uh, annoying uh, the fuck out of me. Yes, I'm saying it's annoying. Well, the problem is, is that if I don't speak to you right then and there, I will not remember it later. So <laughs> you pull me out of any thought that I'm currently having with the fucking. But you're saying that we're very connected in our thoughts, and that we probably. So then you don't need to tap me. I, will I work. got it. Okay. Am I allowed like three taps? Maybe that we can have a compromise. There's three, no taps. Three taps. There's no taps. All right, one tap. There's no tapping. If why I know that there's... Why do you have to tap me during the, anything? It, why do you see things with people? Why, do, why don't you just go to everything by yourself? <laughs> Think about you that. You can talk about it together why afterwards. Why do people go to see anything by themselves? Because you want the other person's presence there. You want, the, you want them next to you. You talk about it afterwards. You don't, need, you, you don't need to take them out of the thing entirely. Herein lies the problem. If I talk about it afterwards, I forget that I, what I wanted to say. Oh, my God. And I can't, like, take out my phone and start taking notes. That's even ruder because people think I'm, like, texting and things like that. Yeah. So maybe I can bring a little notepad. That's what I'll do. I, I I'll bring a notepad and a pen. You know, I was just saying, going to a concert with with a date yes. is a very dangerous move. Why? Because if that person starts talking yeah, too much I, during the concert, if they start tapping, if the, if they start singing, the worst. Singing. If they start singing along oh. in the concert. I want to kill, I want to strangle them. The worst was when I went to see the puppeteer who sings in one of America's <laughs> Got Talent and I'm with this girl and literally the only thing that this was cool about this this puppet is that he sang exactly the cover songs of, you know, different artists and my, the girl I'm with the entire time is singing every song. So I couldn't hear the puppet sing. I would, I would want to, I would want to bury her. And you don't... <laughs> What do you do? You bury her. I would like to know what our listening audience does. What do you do? I went to a concert with another friend of mine this summer, and she was drunk and obnoxious and singing so loudly in my ear every song, and I was literally, I moved myself away from her. I don't know how to, I I don't know what to do, because it's like you don't want to insult them and hurt their feelings, because they will get their feelings hurt, because they're having such a good time, and you're going to be fucking wet blanket and tell them to shut the fuck up. Shut them down. How about when we went to see Tom Petty, you and I? Don't even start. Yeah, tell them what happened. I think we must have talked about this. This is an iconic 
Cameron Kearnley story because yeah. it was one of the first concerts he ever took me to a Tom Petty concert. No, no, that it you, was the second time we saw Tom Petty. Yeah, together. yeah, way years later from the first time when you thought you were like I was still young. I still I think I was still like fifteen or sixteen. Okay, you were young, and I, I think you're older than that. I love the song "Learning to Fly," and there "Learning to Fly" is an interesting song because he goes "Learning to Fly," and there's like kind of like an echo that, that right, goes on. Right, learning to fly. But I ain't got wings. And this motherfucker, this guy, this drunk asshole, is standing <laughs> in the fucking aisle, and he, he's not echoing, he, and no one else is echoing, by the way. But instead, this guy is preempting every line that is about to be sung by Tom Petty by screaming out. He'll go, "What are you learning?" And then Tom will go, "Learning to fly." And what don't you got? <laughs> ain't got wings. <laughs> I he was foreshadowing every every foreshadowing line. every fucking line, and, and it was my favorite song. I I was growing blue uh, in the. It's in the horrible. Face. It's horrible. There are so many things that go on in concerts that you are uh, you have to have like a very zen like attitude and think of it as like it's part of the experience or something because yes. the people that have to have to stand in front of you, even though everybody else is sitting down, that's annoying as fuck too. Yes. Yes. I, it's, it's a terrible situation. I don't know where I get more annoyed, there or on an airplane. I, there's always people around me that annoy me. How was your day? My day. Your weekend. Your it was mo- It was very good. Yeah. Um, well, we had the date Friday night, and it was very lovely. It was very lovely. I, I, the, the fuck den is now complete. I have a meditation corner, which I'm very excited about. Well, can you describe your fuck den for those of us who it's don't? It's a tiny ass, old smelling studio. That <laughs> so I live how in. big is the studio? Tiny. How, what is the square footage? Mm, like a hundred feet? No, it's actually it's probably like four, five, four hundred feet, probably five hundred feet. Well, you do have quite a large kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It, mostly just a separate kitchen that I don't use. So anyway, <laughs> I got the. I'm on this. Fo- I got the meditation mat. Okay, you oh, know, and, the, and, and I don't know if you know the saga of this meditation mat. Oh, why don't we go go through? I found that, this uh, perfect. Notes. The perfect meditation mat it comes from this company called Dharma Crafts. I don't even want to shout them out too much though, don't. because I didn't have a wonderful experience so far. A, I asked them to sponsor us. They said yes, and then they were like, "What? They, do, they, what do you want?" And I said, "I said I'd like a meditation mat and a cushion." And and they're like, "What about your mom?" And then you said i want this 250 dollars buddhist statue if you said he said what would your mom like she would like something from the catalog why would i pick some 25 dollars earring so she picks a 250 dollars buddha statue the guy comes back to us a week later and says up oh, talk to my team doesn't seem like this is going to be a good fit okay a so that was fit. not very buddhist like of them to say something. <laughs> you don't do that so anyway at this point i get the zabutan and zafu <laughs> the zabutan is the square pillow that you put your knees on it needs to you need to fit your knees. That's the key to the zabutan. Okay. <laughs> so what's I'm a the pain, zafu? What's the, the zafu? Is a little pillow? circle pillow that you put your ass on. Okay. So you got the needed the zaf the zafu on top of the zabutan. And can I just say that I couldn't last one minute on a zabu or zafu zabutan because of the fact that I get very stiff when I sit down for a long period of time. So I'd have to not be able to use that at all. That, okay. That's why I picked the statue. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I'm a paying customer at this point. Okay. So I email my friend at Dharma Crafts, okay. who I have an ongoing relationship, who basically said, your mother is taking is asking too much and we're not going to do this. Is that what so, he said? No, he didn't say that. But oh, I, that You're was assuming. The, Don't assume because you're making an ass out of you okay, and me. Okay. So anyway, I said, hey, Blank, hope you're well. My Zafun Zabutan arrived today and I love the quality and color. The Zabutan is a normal size, not jumbo, 
and I'm wondering if it's too small for me. I've attached a photo. Can you tell me if the knees are supposed to peek out over the sides? Thanks, Cam. And then I attached Did this picture. Did you say peek? Peek. Peek out. Yeah, my knees are peeking. Because look at that. Yeah, but who says that? This motherfucker doesn't respond to me. It, okay, but look at this, this picture. Who would respond to this picture with you? First of all, you're wearing a pink sweatshirt. I and, like that pink and, sweatshirt. And green shorts. It's, that, a, it's a little pastel combo. Yeah. Okay, go on. You don't really look like a, a like a meditator in that picture. I'm definitely meditating. My eyes are closed. And I have a didgeridoo to my left. Yes, you do, which is a long pole that you make noises out of. And if you it's guys an instrument, go mother. back, it's not just a long pole. Go back and listen to that episode when Cam. You always have problems I, when you're buying like supposedly, um, what a spiritual instrument. <laughs> I've been having problems. Anything I buy, I, I have to return. Basically, yeah, I, to, we, I bought we, a you, pillow. I have to return. Yeah, I when got, you you bought a used didgeridoo and you tried to return that because it had a, a what is that a gumdrop gum that was drop. stuck in there? I and got bamboozled into buying this thing. Anyway, so then I, I got the the panda to my left. Oh, and don't then forget I, the tatami mat. That my, was smelly. That. Fish I'm just laden. not good at buying things. I think you know. Yes, you're not a decisive buyer. Okay. Well, anyway, and my, I'm not by either. The way, my They're, balls are on full display in this photo. What do you mean they're on display? My balls are the outlines of my balls are clearly right here. Oh boy! Okay, all the women, so, so all the ladies, Dharma, Dharma, all the single ladies. There's nothing great to check, look at. Check out the the picture on Instagram. Are you putting it on Instagram? I don't know. Oh, he's gonna put it on Instagram. It, it's <laughs> it, not on his dating profile. It's gonna be on Instagram it's with his balls. It's not a good balls, look. It's not a good balls look. Balls hanging honest. out. They're not really hanging out. I bring this all up because now I'm sitting on the fucking meditation <laughs> mat. Every day. I'm trying to meditate. And all I can think about now is the fact that the pillows are too small and I have to return them. It's all it's looping through my fucking head over here. This is not a good it, it's not good for my Zen nature. So the whole, so that's what you're meditating about, how you can return these things. Yes. You were doing so much better meditating just on the floor. <laughs> Actually, the truth is having a place to meditate is huge. Okay, I'm glad. But but you're not really meditating. You're basically focusing on returning this <laughs> Zabutan and Zabutan or whatever it's called. The, the Zafu and Zabutan. Anyway, I've been thinking a lot about feedback loops as a result of this. Where, okay, you must have read something about feedback loops. Uh, what is it? Like, first explain what a feedback loop is. Okay, so... That, what did you call it? A feedback, feedback loop. Feedback loop. Did you read about this recently when you were... Um, I started noticing it in my in my life, in people's a lot around me and in this book that I'm, I'm currently reading, Phil Jackson's 11 Rings. Right. Which is a very sporty book, if you do, if I do say so myself. I think so too. I rem- I, re- I remember recommending it to you years ago. It's it's awesome. I've been noticing it's very easy to to recognize negative feedback loops. So like, someone feels Phil Jackson talked about a negative feedback loop. No, oh. but it's just he kind of it just was coming up in my mind a lot. Okay, so give me an example. An example of a negative feedback loop: someone feels unloved, so they act in an unloving way, and then the people around them feel that not love and then they treat them another way of looking at it is a self-fulfilling prophecy yes okay wait a second can i ask what this has to do with the zabutan wait for it your zabutan felt unloved (laughs) well it's a fucking feedback did you feel unloved or your your zabutan or zabufutan the zabu what was it called zabu and zabutan (laughs) did your zabu feel unloved yeah and i felt unloved by the zabu and zabutan so (laughs) as a result it was just a constant feedback between me the zabu the zabutan Back to me, <laughs> back to Zafu Dabatan. No one wanted to be together. It was a perfect well, Did you story. have a problem with the pillow and the larger pillow or no, just the, the larger pillow? Pi- the Zafu was fine. Yeah, so now I'm wondering, do I return the, is it just the Zabutan? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. This is like the most ludicrous conversation okay, I think anyway, that we've ever had so on Sex Circle think, and Mom the podcast thinking, about sex. I what does this have to do with sex? I start thinking about positive feedback loops. Okay. Like you could have sex on the Zafutan. No. You're just trying to make this a funny thing. I'm having a serious conversation over All here. All right. Sorry. So, the seri- so in, you know, if, if you can make a negative feedback loop, can you make a positive feedback loop? And then I was discussing with this friend and they said gratitude is a positive feedback loop. It's always, yeah, if you're grateful. Are you grateful? To- you're grateful for something. Yeah. You express it to someone. They feel the love from your gratitude and, and then they give yes, you more. And, yes. then, and then you give them and then you, it's a whole fucking It's sort of like thing. what it, this is in psychological terms is positive and negative reinforcement. That's another way to look at this. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. If you're and, a behavioral psychologist. Yes. And then I started thinking about this podcast. You're saying that we have a negative looping going we on? We might have some negative looping. You guys, do we have negative looping? I think we got some negative looping. Here, here's an example of a negative loop. What? I feel um, very concerned that I have a, a cancer of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm convinced that my, my larynx is swollen to the size of a goiter. Okay? What's a goiter? You use the word goiter. No, on. I'm saying would you, for our listeners, what would you... A how huge much? rock in my throat. Like a, like a ball of tissue, like a mass? Yes. Okay. Got a mass. Goiter in your so throat. So I feel the goiter. I start talking about on the podcast, I have this goiter. Then I start believing I have this goiter. By the way, from a visual standpoint, I have looked and you don't have a goiter. I know, but I feel it. I feel like a a, a, a ball in my throat. And why do? But anyway, okay. can we just talk about the main t- point. I'm trying not to get into the feedback oh, loop. Okay. You're bringing me in the feedback loop sorry, right now. Sorry, You're okay. looping me. I'm just curious as to you know what this goiter is supposed to indicate. I don't know what it indicates. Maybe cancer. I don't know what the fuck it is. Oh. Anyway. What I'm trying to say is by talking about it on the show, it, it I don't, you know, there's the effect it has on the audience and there's effects that it has, has on me. So I talk about, okay, I think I have this disease. I'm going to, we're going to make fun of it. But at the same time, it's reinforcing this idea that I have this disease. And then I, I might start developing the more of the symptoms that give me the disease. And next thing you know, it's, it's, it's fucking... You know, do you see the loop here? Oh, I, I, I have been looping myself a lot too. I, I, I have a, I'm in a constant spiraling downhill loop. So this is the it's, concern. In the loops, the negative loops happen mainly at three forty-five in the morning. Oh, the worst. The by, loop when you're is by yourself, cycling, and your body is like for some reason, ma- whatever ailment is being magnified like ten times. And so then it becomes a question. So your goiter becomes like this massive snowball. Like, you know, 100-pound tissue-laden. Yes, exactly. Like, cyst. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly what happens. That's where we're at right now. Why don't we just stop the loop? You know, why don't I So how do you stop the loop in the middle of the night? If I stop the loop here, my concern is, what are we going to talk about? Oh, okay. What the fuck else are we going to talk about? Wait, so now this is... Okay, so you're saying if you don't talk about your anxieties on our podcast we just, won't have anything to talk about it's not that no it's, offense, it's more of like the whole self-deprecating humor like oh god my neuroses on full full display is that helping it prevent doesn't matter neuroses I, from why cropping do you up? bring it up I'm if literally you don't having s- neuroses about my neuroses at this point you are. i'm creating my own negative feedback loop right now but i, I just <laughs> i want what do you think about this i think you're insane that is not the response i was you looking for you can easily for. not bring up something that's causing you anxiety I, what are, what, Why do you bring it up anyway? Because I think there is something funny about it. Sometimes it makes people feel better. I've actually heard from a lot of people that listen. They feel better. They I feel, feel better hearing about your anxiety because then I can say, oh, by the way, I have leukemia. 
perfect. So, you know, this is, uh, she doesn't actually, thank God. How do you know that? Okay, See, Mom, we don't know these that. things. Okay, stop the fucking loop. Anyway, See, so the negative I think I want to create a challenge. A, a non- I want our listeners to call us out, especially on livecast. You hear us live where we're, we're, like we're looping. I don't like when you create challenges that yeah, have yeah. not been uh, approved by you me. You create challenges like this shit all the time. No, but at, but mine are fun challenges about like smoking weed or something like that. Yours are going to be like, we're not allowed to talk about some issue. Now, I don't want to be I want, I want I want them to call out when we're any, any negative self-talk. No. Yes. No, because the negative self-talk is funny and relatable. Look at this. Nathaniel says, Cam, I would be willing to bet money you're still funny without your anxieties, if that's the concern. Obviously, Nathaniel right, is I, onto something over here. All right, go ahead. So just don't do it then. I'm going to go go into mime. I'm going to get full mime. <laughs> Well, you decided to throw this challenge on me oh, yes. and all our listeners. And, you know, like you said, if people feel comforted and related, relatable because you're talking about what things that really are bothering you and me in the middle of the night, then, you know, why are I you... I think there might be just a balance here. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you just get to a point where you're like, okay, if I go any further with this, it's going to make me cuckoo. I don't know. I like, d- I'll give you an example. I, I was scared for two different instances of what, that I thought I had MS. And what, what happens? I find out a friend of mine has MS. Oh, God. So I knew to say to her, do not tell me about your symptoms. Okay, but I'm Because just, I will get MS. Yes, that's a good boundary. So that correct. was a good but boundary. The, I'm just saying, I think that the, there is something about the... It, it you know, we're often complaining on this show. It's called sex talk. It's, yeah. It's called kvetch talk with my mom. Yeah, it's not, not sex talk with my it's mom. It's Yiddish, by the way, for complaining. But but I wanted to read this. I wanted to read a message that we got. So this it's is a this very is, long message. Maybe I know. you should read like half of it. Well, I, I'll try, I'll, try, I'll try to get to it. So this it says it's a long one. Hi, longtime listener and lurker here. Always wanted to write in, but never knew quite what to say. Now I do though, and I'm sorry. It's going to be a long one. Okay. I usually don't listen to episodes in order, Can but I rather just say skip around. I like around. the word lurker. She's a lurker. So today I was scrolling through the episode 156, Cam's Pregnancy Scare, and it's honestly one of the funniest episodes of any podcast I've ever listened to. Not because of the subject matter, but because of how much I can relate to Cam, though I was the girl in this scenario. By the way, that was so funny. That was I had a pregnancy scare. Funny it episode. was an extreme anxiety. My neuroses on full, full force. Full throttle. Full throttle. A few, so this person goes, a few years back when I was actually still a virgin and had only a handful of third base hookups, I went 50 plus days without a period and absolutely positively convinced myself that I had somehow gotten myself pregnant by jerking a guy off and then masturbating because I could have some of his cum on my hands still. So this person got some jizz on her hands and then she started <laughs> masturbating what? and she got concerned she got pregnant. Wait, wait, did, did you, this is a podcast. Why did you use hand motions there? Because it just helps me explain. So at the end of these 50 days, I had gone completely mental and texted the guy incessantly, like making him just as anxious as Cam or just annoyed the shit out of him with my neuroses. Eventually, he convinced me to buy a pregnancy test and coached me through taking it in a public bathroom over text message Why as public he was bathroom? now back at college more than 500 miles away. Wait, stop. Why public bathroom? I think she might felt more at home in a public bathroom okay. or something like that. It came back negative, but I was still still convinced I could be pregnant. I would be 100% convinced I was pregnant at this point. By the way, this could be my be, daughter. This, I would be is, fully having an abortion at this point. This girl could actually be my daughter because this is something that one of my children would think that could happen. Actually, I think this this happened to me a couple times. <laughs> so, so this person goes. Luckily, I had a second pregnancy test in the pack and brought it to high school with me to take it a couple days. If I in a couple days, if I still didn't get my period, I was only seventeen at the time, and I didn't want my my parents to find a pregnancy test in the trash. 
One day at school, when I couldn't take the stress and anxiety of my super late period and possibility of virgin pregnancy anymore, I shoved the pregnancy test up the sleeve of my shirt and asked the teacher to use the bathroom. Thankfully, I also had my phone on me because I ended up alone in the stall of an empty bathroom in the middle of a class with a pregnancy test, but realized I had finally gotten my period the moment I went to take the test. (laughs) A friend in another class down the hall had to excuse herself to the bathroom as well to rescue me with a tampon. I told the guy what happened, and he basically didn't talk to me for months afterwards. Anyway, I totally related to Cam's anxiety and his explanation of the feelings and symptoms. I've had severe anxiety for my entire life, and I've never heard anyone explain it as perfectly as Cam. I was laughing so hard. Wow. Well, first of all, what's what's her name? We don't have a name. Okay, so this girl, by the way, this is an example of mind over matter. It's unbelievable how your mind can literally stop a period from coming. Because the more you worry about your period not coming, the more it doesn't come. I have a story about this, but go on. And this happened to me several times when I had periods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God it hasn't happened recently. But it is astounding. Like when I thought I had MS, my fingers were like tingling. All the symptoms of MS. Now I think I have leukemia. I'm coming. I'm, I'm You can scared convince to yourself of anything with your mind. Right. You and can it's so common. And it, the story was so funny to about you thinking that you got impregnated a girl even though you It didn't. wasn't a story. I was extremely anxious about it. it it's still a narrative you told yourself yes, that somehow totally. you impregnated her. Yes, yes, yes. So the same thing happened with her and I'm, th- I'm thinking it happens with everybody. Every time I have sex, I, I'm convinced I pregnant, impregnated the person. <laughs> Or and you know one day I'm going to find out that I'm completely impotent and I don't have the ability <laughs> no, to impregnate you, anyone. You're not because we already did a sperm test. Yeah, the motility was high, which didn't help the anxiety. anxiety. Go look at that one on uh, okay. YouTube. It's on our YouTube channel. Anyway. Cam so, takes a sperm test. So, what, you know, this is, so I'm, I'm expressing this anxiety. But you, I don't you know need, if it's necessarily helping me, but this it sounds like it was helpful for this person because yeah. they felt a little less alone in the world. It definitely helped, and, and that's the idea of it. It's, it's, it's not going to cause you less anxiety not to talk about it. In fact, when the more you hold in your thoughts and feelings about it, the more it worsens. At least I found the more I hold it in, the worse it is. It's so much better for me to go and talk about it with someone and have them say, uh, you know, I convinced myself so much I had MS, I had to go to the doctor, and the doctor told me I didn't have MS, and I thought he's lying to me. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I, you can get a that neurologist bad. was actually lying because he didn't want to upset me. This is what I thought. Do you know when I gave birth to your sister that it was a C-section and it was quiet for like the first like couple minutes after she, she was born and I was convinced she was dead and nobody wanted to tell me. Oh my God. Jesus I whispered Christ. to your dad, is it alive? Because I guess, it, you know, normally they, they cry right after birth or someone smacks it on the ass and it cries. Yeah. And she was not crying for the first time in her life after. It's, that was the only time in her life after that that she didn't cry as an infant. <laughs> but she didn't cry and I was convinced that she was dead. Oh, this is my. how anxiety runs in a person's mind. So you can't like just say, I'm not going to be anxious anymore. You just have to acknowledge anxiety exists and try to deal with it. I so I just went to the Castbox chat room to see what people were saying. Megan, if I missed anything, it just does. It seems like right now they're having a whole conversation about they're having a weed smoke sesh meetup in Portland for sex talk listeners. How hilarious! If, you guys, if you're in Portland, there's if a you're sex in Portland, talk without without Karen Lee and Cam. By the way, I know. I wish we could attend. I do actually. I would smoke weed in that situation. Oh really? Yeah, I would. You never smoke weed around me. No, but in this situation, I definitely would. Uh, so anyway, if if you if any listeners out there want to be part of this, you know Portland meetup, hit us up at yes text mom. We'll we'll connect you with Captain Megan and and she'll she'll Tell make, she'll make this goes. an official meetup. This is going to be very fun. Maybe we should go up there for this. Right, maybe we should. Okay. 
Kenzie said, Vipassana, I used to, Vipassana, by the way, is on um, like a meditation, type of meditation retreat. Uh, she said, I used to meditate about how I was going to meditate when I got home. LOL. Missed that point much? Exactly. <laughs> Jet, Jet Livin said, thank you for, for killing yourself for our entertainment. I get a laugh. See? So this is an interesting little point. And then Nathaniel said, I bought a, a fountain this weekend to make my treehouse slash fuck den slash studio more meditation friendly. Oh. I've been thinking about it, adding a huge... A, a fountain to my house but i'm convinced that it's going to get developed mold in there <laughs> but if you don't have a mold you mold apartment then that is the way to go wait so if you got a fountain it would get, somehow it can get mold lisa says sometimes it helps to talk about anxiety so you realize how ridiculous you are when it is said out loud now that, that is true lisa that is truthful and, and that, it, that's my point so i guess it kind of depends on how cam doesn't close. even think he was ridiculous with his pregnancy I, I, no i it no no i i got to a point where i was I recognized it was crazy. When did you recognize? During our whole discussion? I, that's the thing. I can kind of recognize it while it's happening, but at the same time, it's still always very true. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm, I'm calling a therapist this week, so everyone stay tuned. I'm hoping to get... I'm hoping to get a therapist this week. I'm very excited about it. Okay. Okay. So I have another... I wanted to... I have a story I wanted to get to you, and I... God damn, do I have to go to the bathroom right now? But I'm going <laughs> to push past it. <laughs> You just you just like grab your balls and go. God damn, I gotta go to the bathroom. I have to pee so fucking badly right now. Do you now. want to stop and we'll go? No, take a no, piss no, 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 no. I want, I want, I want to. It, it adds to the excitement of the whole situation. Okay. One other thing I did this week was actually go to an erotic storytelling tutorial that was held by Dipsy Stories. Dipsy is the app that sponsors us, and they're awesome. Do you know why they're awesome, Cam? Why is that, Mother? Because people are asking us all the time, how can we spice up our sex life? Well, this is the way you do it. Even if you don't have a partner, get the juices flowing down there. If you want to create a positive feedback loop between your brain and your body, you got to take some time to actually prioritize your pleasure. Dipsy Stories is an audio app that's full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions designed specifically for women to turn you on. Because we all know the best floor plate begins in the mind. Is well, that a true. quote? quote it's a currently poter quote i love that dipsy stories is not just like people reading erotica these are professional voice actors with scripts designed for audio so it really creates this immersive experience that makes you feel like you're in this erotic scene imagine yourself on the beaches of mexico going to bone town usa well, i guess it wouldn't be bone town usa it would be bone town mexico Hasta la vista, baby. Right now, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash mom. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash mom. Dipsystories.com slash mom. Because I've been thinking about these feedback loops and how you kind of manifest whatever the fuck you keep thinking about. How did you all of a sudden discover that term? I've thought about feedback loops. I don't know. I've heard about feedback loops okay. before. I mean, it's just, it's just, something happened that it's, it spurred it on. You know, someone in our lives was having a negative feedback loop. And they said, I'm having a negative feedback loop and I want you to have one too? No, no one is saying I want you to have one too. But it is something that was on my mind. Okay. So I just kept thinking. I think about things. You're a deep thinker. I don't have a, a Wi-Fi in my apartment. I don't have a TV. So I think I just sit there and think. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Do you think maybe that's not so healthy either? Okay, so anyway. You sit and play the didgeridoo. Sometimes. And you think. If it's not quiet hours. And you think about negative feedback loops, which I, you probably end up getting. Yeah, so anyway. So then I start thinking about manifesting. And I start talking about this with my friend. You know what manifesting is? Of course. What is it? 
You think about it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. You think about something like my Buddhist saying, yeah. "What you think you become." Right. Yeah, of course I know. So what you that got is. you know you start thinking about you know you start picturing these things that you want or don't yes. want in your life, and then those things can or can't happen. So I I, I was talking about this with a friend who is a very scientific background. He is not the type to believe in this woo woo shit. Okay. He's like, but you know, I'm kind of interested in it. What do you? It's not woo woo shit. No, it's, it's like, like if secret. you want something to like the secret, right? The if secret you is woo woo shit, mom. That's the definition of woo woo shit. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Okay. Whatever you want to say, I think that the power of positive thinking and affirm- affirmative thinking will actually happen, especially when, even when it relates to curing di- your own diseases. Exactly. Well, I'm not I'm not saying, I'm calling it woo-woo shit. I don't think it, it necessarily lacks validity. Okay. I'm just saying it is considered... It's not scientific. It's, it's not scientific. It's woo-woo. And, okay. okay so, so my friend with a scientific background was like, I'm going to do a little test. And he starts reading about manifesting and he reads about another guy with a scientific background who is like, I wanted to test something obscure, like seeing a rubber duck. So I put in my mind... I want to see a rubber duck. Next day, he sees a rubber duck. Wow. So my friend reads this and is like, yeah, I'll do the same thing. Rubber duck. Let me see a rubber duck. Next day, he's walking down the street. Maybe hours later, actually. He's walking down the street talking to his mom on the phone. He sees on one of his neighbor's lawn a five-foot-tall rubber duck. Holy fuck. Who sees five-foot-tall rubber ducks? See, I'm I, I'm not at all surprised by this. Some weird shit right there. I'm I'm uh, lately I think I have like a ESP too. You do. You're manifesting all the time. No, what's happening? I wish I was. I should do more of that. I'm sleeping, and I dream about someone. Like yesterday, I dreamt about some someone. I'm not going to go into details, but it's one of my friends who's sick, and I hadn't thought about it for a while. And all of a sudden, I dreamt about the daughter. And this morning I got a text that my friend was in the hospital. Oy vey. And this has happened the day before also with... Prophetic dreams. With my, you know, my uh, mother-in-law. That oh, my turns God. out that I dreamt about her and then her son had died that night. So I'm like... Just don't I'm dream like, about me. I'm like Joseph in the ma- amazing color. Keep me out of your fucking Technicolor dreams. Technicolor dream fucking coat. Yeah. Keep me... I know. The, they, my not dreams good things been, happening. I know. Every dreams. day I wake up, I'm like, who's dead? Who's oh. in the hospital? Who's dying? Well, guess what? So on Saturday night, I... I said, I gotta play with manifesting, okay? You rubber ducks again? No, I decided to manifest something a little more important. I, I say, I, I want to meet someone who I really connect with, oh, feel a romantic connection with. That's a good call. Who I, uh, you know, I, 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 we sexually charged by. Yeah, the whole package. So I go to this Burning Man party. Is it someone's house? It's a house party. They had a, um, they had a performer there, who I loved. He was he. He put on a musical. It was a puppet musical with a turtle on his arm, and it it, it was called the Magical Turtle. Every everyone's a magical turtle. <laughs> okay, you would have hated this. It sounds I, horrible. It was it was like meant for children, and it was presented to a whole group of adults and some kids. But it, it there was were kids there. A few. It was meant for the kids. No, no, no. It was meant for the adults. It's Magical, a Burning Man party. Magical turtle. What, what are the kids doing at a Burning Man party? Isn't anybody getting naked and soaping this each part, other up? No, no one was soaping, and no one was no one was naked. Anyway, why was I, it that Burning I Man love, party if there were kids there? Because that's kind of, Burning Man is this inclusive. What whole is Burning thing. Man then? It's a whole inclusive thing. Anyone okay. can go. All right, so, it's just so, a hippy dippy thing. All right, so you were loving, I was this, loving puppet this puppet show, shit, and then okay? when, what, and then all so of a I'm sudden, you, to find you the fall in love, love with the fucking turtle. I'm eating this beautiful s- salmon that someone had brought. Loved it, and then 
I'm I'm like trying to figure out who is the love of my life here. Who is the, who's going to be the the person? Okay. Then suddenly I hear someone talking about didgeridoos in the corner. No. Yes. This guy is a fucking professional didgeridoo player. So I start getting involved with this. Yeah. He's a clown. You fell in love with a guy. I didn't fall in love with him, but of course this you- is the fir- the one number I get from the goddamn party. <laughs> So then I go home and I'm like, well, what the fuck was that? I wanted to meet the love of my life. And then I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'm gay. <laughs> is it? Could this be the love of my life? And I've been gay the whole time and I just haven't known it. So then I'm like, I got to test. You got to be open minded, Cam. You got to test this because you tried to manifest this and you didn't get any girl's number tonight. Holy you only shit. got one guy's fucking Instagram handle. Where was he sticking so, this didgeridoo? He's shoving his didgeridoo right up his ass. So... <laughs> I, I fire up gay porn on the laptop. Oh, my God. This is hilarious. And I'm like, all right, just be open-minded. See what's going on here. See what's going on. It was it didn't, didn't do the trick. It was not it. I have no desire to have any sexual interaction with this man. No. The manifesting, I'm 0 for 1 right now. Okay. But maybe. Well, but, but maybe you were manifesting a good friend. I could have been. I asked for some. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I think I, I did. You say weren't like, specific enough. You I wasn't specific. You didn't enough. say I need a female friend. I know, but I did say sexually charged by. Well, you were sexually charged. Maybe that I dig- was not sexually that charged. Didgeridoo by him. got you going. It is a very so. It's that, it remains to be seen you whether feel you can sad really about manifest. This yeah, I was a little fucking disappointed. Oh, sorry about that. I thought I thought that was going to a happy ending there too. I thought no, I would no love it to be a fucking happy ending. <laughs> That is pretty funny, though. I don't know. Is that the real way you could tell if you're gay or not? Is if you watch gay porn? No, I I can imagine you have to actually go and experiment with it. But I don't. I have you no have desire. no desire to suck a dick. No. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with girls. I mean, it's like it sounds good until I'm thinking, do I really want to lick a clit? I, don't I also, so. just, I, the romantically, I wouldn't say that this is the. This guy's a wild card. It, it would was, not. It would not work a, out. Attractive in a conventional sense. Handsome dude. I was. I was very uh, flattered that he was choosing to hit on me, actually. He was hitting on you. Yes. So he was gay. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, you didn't mention that That part. was a critical detail. Yes. You neglected that Yeah, part. this is a gay man hitting on me. Huh. So that's why... So did you have a was, negative anxiety loop that, that of you... Of course. Thought- <laughs> and I was like... So then I was like, well, I'm connecting My with this guy. My whole reality is shattered. I'm, I'm, going, I'm connecting with this guy about the didgeridoos and the clown. No, I'm not that- connecting with any other women here. <laughs> Something is what going about, on. Did you consider the turtle, the puppet turtle? Yeah, I consider that guy too. <laughs> I was talking I think about I the turtle. I was just making a lot of friends. What about, what about the turtle itself? I was considering fucking the turtle. <laughs> That's what I was referring to. Yeah, I considered it. Oh, boy. I would love I, to know. I would love to know what our, our listeners, listeners have to say yeah, about this. Yeah, what do you got to say? I've noted that there are times that I find I'm stimulated by watching two women mm-hmm. having sex. So that doesn't mean I'm gay or does it? Um, and if it does, who cares? I mean, I, I don't think there's any really hard and set rules on being gay or straight. Well, I think it's it who is you're a... attracted to the whole entire package of the person. Yeah, I just the thought of I don't like I don't know about the the anal thing doesn't really well, appeal to you don't me. have to do anal. I know, but then I have it's friends of mine that are gay that also don't have anything pe- to do with anuses. Sucking penis doesn't really appeal to me either. Yeah, 
Yeah. If it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not necessarily appealing to anyone. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Male I was like, or well, female. But the whole, it just. Sometimes it's appealing when you, when, you know, you're in the right frame of mind, but it's not like, I, I literally oh, thought every, about every woman gets excited and they see a naked dick. I, I thought about this. I was like, maybe it's just like blue cheese, you know, like you try it enough times, you start liking it. Oh, you're going to get a lot of, a lot of uh, comments on this one. And then, but then I was like, I don't know. It just feels like a, maybe that is the case for me, but it just feels way more natural or something with with, with a woman with a vagina involved yeah. and a, a woman's body i don't know maybe you're just like giving up on women you're just going i'll take anything I, that's literally <laughs> what I, honestly i was like okay i'm having trouble finding anyone to connect with over here and this guy is making himself readily available so maybe this is the answer and that probably is not the right solution about yeah, you this you can't like someone by default you can't it like was a, a real default, default situation yeah. situation yeah let's see what everybody has to say about lesbian porn okay so uh regarding feedback loops well i got one person here's flower saying stop looking for it just let it happen live be content with now enjoy freedoms i like that's that very flower sweet. that's very helpful i feel you yeah thank you um so we had Lisa says I I like girl on girl porn probably better than straight and I know Lisa's well, considers Lisa, herself straight. You little wild thing you. And then Kenzie said I think you're pretty straight, Kim. <laughs> Kenzie has known me, um, probably longer than longer anybody. than anyone. I I can't believe that Kenzie actually listens to the podcast and, and participates. It's the coolest so crazy. fucking thing. Okay, why don't you tell us how you met Ken- Kenzie? Kenzie Kenzie and I met on a, on a trip when I was in high school. So it must have been like. You, you went know, on an adventure trip. You went on a little adventure trip. By yeah. yourself, where you didn't know anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and you met Kenzie. And Kenzie and I hit it off immediately. Hilarious girl. And I'm, it is very flattering that she listens. 2005, she thinks. Um, okay, let's get back to a lot, a lot of talking about... Uh, a, a lot of lesbians watch gay male porn because it's more believable than lesbian porn made for men. Really? I've never watched gay, gay male porn. I got to start watching that one. And then someone recommended Balesa for lesbian porn. So much better. We had a little partnership with Balesa at one point. And Kenzie said, I totally had a crush on Kim. He was super funny even way back then. Kenzie. Oh, now we're talking. Buttering me up over here. Kenzie. We're Kenzie. Oh, now Megan is asking for details. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man. I want details. Here it goes. Okay. Should we, should we, why do you know date? Oh, God. Should we bring this in? Should we bring Kenzie on the show? Kenzie, come Kenzie, on. Kenzie, are you wanting to call in right call now? Call in. There's too I, many I, questions I right now. I want to hear about teenage Kenzie. Kenzie, call on in. Kenzie, thank you very much for listening and for being a supportive friend. Oh, thanks for having a great podcast. I really enjoy it. So sweet. Well, so the, the people want to know why you know date. Did you do <laughs> How old were well, you? Well, I think geography and the fact that we only really knew each other for a month and then lived in different places. Yeah, but that's perfect for Cam because every time he goes on any kind of vacation, he falls in love with someone and never sees them again. That's true. I th- you so al- you're just you one also of a have pattern. to remember I was in high school at the time where I was terrified of women. How old were you guys? Like seventeen or something? Yeah, we were like I think even younger, fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, it was a real. I I didn't know what the hell to do with. I do. I don't even know if I knew you had a crush on me. Probably not. I think me and both remember remember Nikki Pegs. Of course. I think we both had a crush on you and we got like not in an argument about it, but we like had a little discussion about it. Oh, (laughs) go go through the discussion. What you remember of it? Oh, I don't, I think, I think maybe like I, I got jealous or something like that. Or we both like finally had to admit it to each other because we both started like nitpicking things or noticing things. 
Were was, you were you there when Cam stuck his entire head into a sink full of trash just to get fifty bucks? I guess so. I don't remember <laughs> that specifically, but we pretty much all spent the whole time together. There were like thirteen of us. Where do, where did we go? Would we it, went to Tahiti, Fiji, and New Zealand? Right. It was a oh, dope cool. trip. It was crazy. That was definitely the one I stuck my head in a sink of, yeah. of, of sewer water. I remember like going tuna fishing. And oh, like those muscles, those like gigantic muscles. We went muscle diving. That might be the coldest I've ever been in my whole life. Yes, that was fucking dope. I, I mean, how could you not fall in love on this trip? Was this after Dan? Yeah, it was great. We went to like New Zealand. We were we pretended to be hobbits. <laughs> yeah, that sounds absolutely was, cam right there. This, so this was after Dad died, and I didn't tell anyone. It was like months after. Oh, I had yeah, I had no idea. And I didn't tell anyone on the trip except except my friend Will. I was sharing a bed with Will. Do you remember him? Wait, was this? I totally a- remember Will. I went and visited him when I like went to du- went to visit Duke when I was looking at colleges. So he he became a good good friend. We were sharing a room together. I think you we had said to, sharing a bed together. We had to share a bed together, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Yeah, they should have had back to our discussion at hand. Odd sleeping situations. Yeah, we did. It just dawned on me. Anyway, but he basically, basically, it was like one of the first few nights. I didn't know if I should tell anyone on the trip. Dad had literally just died like a month or two ago, and I told him what happened. I was like, my dad got murdered, and his he's basically the first person I ever told what happened, and he stops talking, and I go, "What's going on, dude?" And he goes. I don't know. I just think I'm about to get murdered right now. And oh I was like, what God. the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck response narcissistic is narcissistic thing to say. I am not going to be told a anyone. total oddball, but really funny and really smart. That's exactly right. No, but right. Kenzie, do you know how people are? They're very weird when you tell them about a murder in particular. Like I told this guy that he was hitting on me on a cruise ship that I my husband died. He goes, how did he die? And I go, well, he was murdered. He's like, see ya. I can't I can't oh, handle this. So See ya. I don't know. People just like really I feel like um don't confront death themselves or like to think about it. So if it comes up, they like have really weird reactions to it. Totally. I wonder how things would have changed if Cam had confided in you instead of Will. It would probably would have a better better reaction because that was I think probably I would have been worst. a little more empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Not as neurotic as Will saying the- I'm gonna get murdered right now. Like yeah, I, mean, I went through some shit as a kid too, so like I feel like I would have been empathetic, but who that, knows? <laughs> that would have been a better call. Yeah, what kind of shit did you go through? Well, we're gonna get into our, sh- our shit right now. <laughs> well, you can't like let that dangle like that. Well, can see. Oh, if you-, you know, like divorce, alcoholism, moving from parent to parent, things like that. All the fun stuff. Yeah, that, that's yeah. so freaking hard. I was talking to some guy last night, and he was telling me what a huge, huge like impact it had on his life and i know because i was a social worker in a school i used to run groups for kids going through divorce and it's such a huge huge thing it's almost like a death it's the same kind of feeling yeah well actually i was very young when my parents got divorced so it was more them like being and they were very good my parents used to come on family vacations with each other they had a very friendly relationship Hmm. throughout my childhood which would which was really great but um uh yeah moving from different houses between the two of them was definitely hard at times and having to change which parent was like the the main parent i guess it's complicated Um, yep it is it is it's very different standards and rules between the two of them as well why do you think wait wait who's who who was more lenient my mom for sure 
There you go. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my mom are besties. Love it, Kenzie. Is that is that what makes you listen or this podcast appeal to you? Oh yeah, I really I love the banter between you two. I love that you guys have a really open dialogue. My dad's side of the family's Jewish, so you know I get all that. Dan Savage's Savage Lovecast is my favorite podcast, so I totally oh, wow. love listening to the Sex Podcast and the Sex Podcast Network thing that you did is great. Thank Good you. Good job on that. Thank you, Kenzie. Yeah, Kenzie, you're Aww. awesome. You rock. You rock. You guys you rock. Have, do you spin fire? I or do. Dance? She fire. She, what is it called? Fire dancing? Yeah, I'm currently in a 20-hour-a-week circus training program, kind of like circus college. Can you believe this? You guys are very similar. And she's very yeah, smart. Yeah, so clowning, clowning, two thumbs up on the clowning from me. Unbelievable. You guys like Kenzie, have a we lot need, in we, common. We might need to re- reignite our relationship. Oh, Cam is making a move here. All <laughs> well, right. You're welcome up in Portland anytime. It we sounds like there's have a, a big fan base here. I guess so. There's going to be a whole weed party over there. Are you there. going to the weed party? I would love to as long as my schedule permits. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lisa said, Cam, this is your wife. Kenzie's, and then Kirkland <laughs> to Lace, and Kenzie sounds awesome. This is the and then Captain Megan invited me to the to the Portland. Okay, so you you manifested. Here it goes. It's right here. We're going to see what's going on. Palm of your hands. It's the new Kristen Walker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for calling in, Kenzie. It's great to hear your voice. Yeah, it's great to talk to y'all. Hopefully, see you in Portland soon. Sounds good. Bye. 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 Okay, so maybe it wasn't this. Maybe it wasn't this guy that no. I'm at the party, the didgeridoo it man. Sounds like we got Kenzie's re-emerging. Lisa says, y'all are coming to PDX. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, it's very fun to connect. I can't believe that after all these years, we, we've yeah, And then you find touch. out two girls had a thing for you. Yeah. How'd that well, make one, you feel? One of them, I kind of had a, had suspicions because she was uh, very touchy-feely to the point where she got on my back while I was swimming one day and pissed on my back. Oh, my God. I don't know. That was not that was a turn per- on. That was your first golden shower experience? Yes. That's I did hilarious. not ask her to do that. Oh, my God. That is so repulsive at the same time. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she's a funny... I don't know if funny, I'm laughing harder. She, she was or... also an acrobat, actually. What the fuck? Did it you was go, a weird like group acro- of people. Acrobat uh, adventure camp? Yeah, I guess so. That's what you sent me on. Dad died. I'm, I go off to a, a wild adventure camp. I, I think you were signed up before Dad died. Yeah, yeah you just I was. decided to keep going. Okay. Yeah. you were amazing, actually. After Dad died, the thing I remember about you how resilient you were. Like you still, you tried out for um, uh, a cappella group and or something like that. I, w- I attended a prom. That's what four it was. or five days after he died, which, which is, is insane. And you won for prom king. No, that was the following year. Oh, I can't. But anyway, that Your it accolades. was it was not it was crazy that I attended. People when I got to the party, people were like, "What is he doing here? His dad just died." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't. My dad just died. I want to do something fun." Yeah, His, that blue dick. Yeah, what do you want to sit home and mope? Yeah, I want to have a fucking fun week with my friends. What yeah. are you talking about? Might as well go to fucking prom as a junior. That's exactly what it with felt an like. Older girl, you were like a cougar. I mean, at the time, I also was like in a very. Um, numb place so yeah. like it doesn't that it didn't hit yeah you know it took many years actually before it hit totally yeah it was pretty intense but it is amazing how you made such a huge comeback yeah there was a thank you mother i appreciate that that's positive self-talk i think yeah. we also have to acknowledge you're capable of making com- and you're also capable of finding a love of your life apparently you just did thank you mother <laughs> you just didn't realize it at the time you were debating between the the kinky the pisser 
And Kenzie, who who's the fire, what's like you get fire, fire, fire and water going on there. Yeah, that's right. So I wanted to, I had two more things I wanted. We're coming up on our time over here, but there are two things I wanted to get to. One, Nathaniel said, Cam, I just wanted to say thank you after hearing you speak about them on your show. I just submitted a scholarship application to what will hopefully be my first five-day silent meditation retreat. Smiley face. So happy for you. Fingers crossed. I get it. And then follow-up message was, I got the scholarship. The retreat's in January. Nathaniel, I'm very excited for you. Nathaniel, good luck to you on that. Yeah, this this is going to be a very interesting experience for you. I hope that uh, you have a positive experience. Yeah, not everyone has do a positive experience. Do not blame experience. it on us if you don't, because I am not one to handle that very well. Yeah. It, I keep it, thinking if we did The Amazing Race and you went into this four weeks of uh, sequester. sequestering, and in which case not speaking to me, and I'd be like literally like climbing the walls yeah. trying to talk to like ants on the ceiling or something. Yeah, it, it is not for everyone, and I, but it's for people who want it. But Nathaniel's a shaman over here. Okay, so Nathaniel, so Nathaniel's, Nathaniel's going to have a time. Shaman of his life. Nathaniel, uh, I think you're going to have the time of your life. But let me know how it goes. We had a, a lot of discussion last week about Prince Alberts. Oh yeah. So James wrote in saying, "Hi, a recent episode asked about Prince Albert piercings, and well, I have one. Wanted one for quite a long time, but my wife didn't want to go without sex while I was healing from the piercing. The recommendation was no sex for four weeks. This person's wife didn't want to go four weeks without having sex, so she couldn't get the piercing. That, 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 I, re- I read that, and I was like, what the hell? I, did, I mean, I would it's, let that thing heal. For, if you really want something, I mean, that's the reason that, uh, I mean. You know. Anyway, so he said, after we divorced, I took full advantage, and I haven't looked back. As for my experience, it's been very positive, and when women find out, they so want to see it, which leads to touching, licking, sucking, and so forth. To date, I have only come across one lady who was with another gentleman who had a penis piercing, and apparently his was called a ladder, which are consecutive piercings along the length of the penis. I am curious as to what that might feel and look like. It sounds terrifying. It's like a a ridged condom. Yeah, what if if you grow erect? The thing is piercing like it's expanding oh my god what if you do that's the idea of it you get pain well are you talking about like is it like studs or are they like i know uh, i don't know exactly what that is but either way any piercing penis piercing is like such so many nerve endings there i can't imagine you getting your penis pierced i'm gonna nickname this guy prince james by the way Ah. thank you very much prince james and uh we'll be we'll be collecting some questions for you if anyone has questions related to penis piercings we're going to be sending them to prince james and, and we also have another question from Jigaman. Hit it. Last time he was trying to figure out, he asked Chris Carter, the NFL player, about how, what what did he ask about trying to, what? What exercises allow him to grow stronger boners? Yes. Okay. So now he asked another question. Oh, actually, he made a statement to me. You give me a boner every time. Thank you, Jigaman. Then he has another question here. I feel like my homeboy mom flirts with me when I visit. Should I address it? I've always wanted to smash her, but I respect my friend's dad. But she's so hot, I don't know what to do. So I asked all of them. What like the, the fuck? I, I asked the millennials what he should do. They, uh, smash it or pass it. This Ooh. is a, a his friend's mom is married, yes. and he's thinking about fucking her? Yeah. What? So should, she, should he smash it or pass it? I'd pass like to, it? What? Yes, text mom. Does what he you even guys have think? the opportunity? Uh, does he have the opportunity? Apparently he has an opportunity. This is nuts. No, pass. Of course you're going to say pass, and I say pass, but I'm telling you there were there was quite a lot of um, uh, dissension in the room when we were watching a football game. When I asked everybody, some people, including your brother, said smash it. Now, maybe he was joking. 
Maybe I, he's I, joking. Yes, text mom. Smash it or pass it. That sounds like think? a Gerald statement. Anyway, let's hear from our Castbox audience as to whether Lisa he should... says pass it. Don't potentially screw a friendship. So Cirque du Soleil says pass. Jen says pass. Kenzie says unethical pass. The, everyone says pass. Captain McDawson says pass. Kenzie, a future bride, says unethical. I like that. <laughs> Not only is it unethical because of the fact that it's your friend, but she's married. Hello. There's two no nos there. A lot of, lot of. No one has said smash. <laughs> Except for the kids that I was with yesterday. But maybe you're right. Maybe they were joking. My friends, we have to wrap up the show. Do you yeah. want to sing them out? Sure. But before you do, I, I do want to say we've got a lot of people saying that one of the things that really helps this podcast is when you share this podcast with other friends and talk about it. Because if we can't get a buzz going, this whole thing's going to go downhill. So we need to keep the momentum going. And so tell and share with your friends about this podcast and take a picture when you're watching it. Yeah, on that's the- one, of the, one of the best ways is to take a picture or video wherever you're listening and uh, tag us in your Instagram story at Sex Talk with My Mom, and we'll repost it. It's very fun to see where you guys are listening. And one last thing, if you want to connect with other sex talkers, other Sex Talk with My Mom listeners and us, join us on our Facebook group. It's called Sex Talk with My Mom and Friends. It's a beautiful little forum. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and deciding if you should smash it or do it. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and finding out you got anxieties. Okay. Keep that one. You've used that four million times. We'll take it again. It rhymes with trees. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate all the love and support. We do. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. 